Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, we're going to talk about the effects of Hurricane Matthew on Central Florida. Disney bans the Galaxy Note 7 smartphone from their cruise ships, and a wine bar is coming to Disney Springs just in time for election season. And a little later on, Oliver Green and Steve Porter will bring us a construction update from Disney's Hollywood Studios. All that plus Roundtable Rapid Fire coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 912, for the week of October 10th, or October 11th, 2016. Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hello. Teresa Eccles. Hey. Julie Martin. Hey, y'all. Back in the production nook, associate producer Rhino Clavin. Hello. Along with our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. So, hello everyone and welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Glad that Central Florida is still standing, although listening to the local news Thursday and Friday, we weren't sure any of us would still be alive the way they were talking. Yep. So, But we're going to get to that in a little bit. A um, couple things uh, in housekeeping. Um, first... Uh, Let's just, you know what, let's talk about the shows, okay. the upcoming shows. Uh, every Monday, disunplugged.com and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dreams Unlimited Travel, the Dreams Unlimited Travel show with John Magi, Kevin Close, and Tracy Heinrichs, and occasionally some of our other mm-hmm. Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. What are we talking about this week? All right. Uh, this past Monday, we did our first part of our Rhapsody of the Seas Greek Isles cruise uh, that Kevin and I were on. Really, really interesting. If you're going on Podcast Cruise 6.0, I think you get a lot out of the fact that we looked at the specialty restaurants, which are very similar to the ones that are on the Oasis, which is our cruise for Podcast Cruise 6.0. And coming up is going to be part two, where we actually talk about the ports of call and our impression of doing the Greek Isles Cruise. So please tune in. Awesome. And uh, I know Tom sent in a synopsis. Craig, do you have it handy? I do. To the Disneyland uh, edition of the Diz Unplugged every Monday, DizUnplugged.com. And this week, Craig, what are they doing? Rhino, what'd you do? Oh, yeah, I forgot I was on the show. Um, well, there was the news show, and then he followed that up with a segment um, that was all about our VIP tour at Universal Hollywood. And that was a fun episode to be invited on to the Disneyland show for. That was a good tour. Yeah, it was a very good tour. Um, and we. You know, spoiler alert, I loved it. But you should check out the episode because <laughs> we had fun discussion about it. Awesome. Um, also, uh, this month, it's uh, Connecting with Walt month with uh, Michael Bowling and Craig Williams. And uh, this is every Friday. Yes. Uh, these go up. And uh, what's uh, what's this week's show? Uh, this week's show that will be available is um, it's all about Marceline, Missouri. Uh where Walt Disney lived for a while and had a big influence on his life. So we're going to be talking about the town, uh, Walt's time there, and 
everything that uh, happened to him while he was there that really uh, that really led him forward in his life. Kind of influenced uh, almost everything else he did. Exactly. So you can find that on its new feed on iTunes. I understand there was a little bit of issues, I guess, over the weekend with some people not uh, being subscribed, but it didn't automatically download. So um, if you can find the feed all over disunplug.com right now, you can go there to subscribe to it on iTunes. Um, if you're already subscribed, uh, some people have reported unsubscribing, then resubscribing again has helped. I didn't have an issue with it, so I can't really speak firsthand on it. So uh, if you have any questions about getting those new episodes, just contact me, Craig at WDWinfo.com. All right. And, of course, every Thursday, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the Disunplug with Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. What is this show, uh, this week's show about, Craig? It's going to be about their uh, Halloween Horror Nights comparison that didn't get to happen last week because of Hurricane Matthew. So oh, okay. They'll be talking about the Hollywood version of the event, how it compares to Orlando. And uh, are there going to be specific video clips of uh, specific parts of certain video clips? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, I, 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 think, I think there needs to be. I think there needs to be a sizzle reel. It has taken me very long to do the overview for this video because I just start laughing every time I start doing it so hard that I have to take a break. Uh, one of the differences between... Uh, the Hollywood uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood and here in Orlando is that they're allowed to film going through the houses out in Hollywood. They weren't allowed to do that here. So we have this uh, a sheer tonnage of footage yeah. of uh, Rhino and Oliver basically screaming <laughs> like little girls. Is the lights on? Yeah, uh, no. 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 Oh, oh, oh! I thought no. they filmed going through the regular haunted house. Oh, and some of these, some of these <laughs> they the things, we're still screaming. Some of these things <laughs> are are just hilarious. Um, yeah. The one you were showing yesterday that I love. There's just this one. It's just this little guy pops out behind the door and does trick or treat, and he just says it like that: trick or treat. And Oliver, Oliver scream. It's like for like, 30 like, like scream queen in a horror movie. Scream like. <laughs> It was hysterical. Uh, it, it's just the camera motion that accompanies it as well, because it's like the screen starts and the camera shakes, and then it stops when the screen stops. I've like analyzed them, <laughs> how and why they make me laugh so much, but there are so many of them, and it's such a treat, because as I edit, I find new ones all the time. New bad words that came out of my mouth, too, that I didn't realize I was screaming in the, in the house, too. So Yeah, those no, a lot of bleeps. <laughs> a lot of bleeps in these videos. So that's... This coming Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, live, disunplugged.com for the Universal Show. And, of course, every Friday-ish, Dispop with Rhino Clavin and others. And what are you doing this week, Rhino? Um, a couple of different things this week. We're going to have a little bit of a review of the Tiki, um, Tiki, Tiki Room comic book that came out. Um, so that'll be its own video. And then there's going to be... Um, a little bit of a news update on some movie information that's come out. And um, and then the Halloween-themed episode this week is going to be a uh, how to make a BB-8 pumpkin for Halloween. Oh, cool. So, so I always put a smaller pumpkin on a big pumpkin. God, John, <laughs> now why are people going to watch? Jeez. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I got to tell you, your video last week of, like, doing the... The, the cut, the cut, yeah. The, the wounds. The wounds, yeah. Was, I mean, disturbing, but... Absolutely amazing to watch. I was worried because the image of it finally done is 
it looks very, very graphic. It's, it's so very I was graphic. trying to like warn people that it doesn't look gross as you do it. It's just when you get to the end, it all of a sudden looks gross. But it was fun, and it was nice of Steve not to know how much it was going to hurt when he took it off to let me do that to him. So. <laughs> He's my official uh, my official makeup mannequin from here on out. I suggested to Rhino that before the show, before Halloween, he should do us. Maybe just a little something I, on I everybody. I think he was, I think he was up for that. Yeah, up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should do a whole big face thing, but maybe give everybody a little. Just somebody wants an eyeball. So John's mouth Craig, set with little fake. <laughs> I, I think you should do that every week. Actually, <laughs> do Craig's makeup. <laughs> Well, Why, who's doing it now? Make a, I want you to make him look like a young Eartha Kit. <laughs> With a little bit of a As Sophia Loren. As an old Eartha Kit that he looks like now. <laughs> I want to get in on this clown craze that's going around. Oh, oh gosh, no. it's disturbing. Oh, okay. Oh. No. I'll give him a Sophia Loren, that Persian eye. Give him a little bit. Of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going All right. I'm going home. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's seen Best in Show. That's what that was from. But... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's our slate of shows for this week. Um, last week, uh, we launched our Patreon site for um, folks who would like to support the show and help us offset some of the costs of some of the projects that we're going to be developing in the coming months. And I want to thank the, I think it's 120 people now, Rhino? Um, yeah, something like that. Have signed up for it, um, and we really appreciate it. I know Rhino and Oliver are both uh, we're working got some, on stuff. Some fun, st- some fun stuff planned. So just that initial flow of what they're getting. There's some good stuff on the burner coming. So. And just uh, just to let you remind everybody, this is not you know this is just to show your support for the show. Uh, we're not uh, putting anything behind a paywall. For those who do donate, we are putting out special additional content. But we're going to continue to do everything that we have been doing. And uh, but there is content being developed solely for our patrons. And uh, two very creative people working on that well, it's, project it's with not, Rhino and Oliver. So you know some good stuff's going to come. Yeah, and it's nice, too, because I feel like Patreon kind of has become a little bit of that, um, like, the net. Where that little stuff where we're like, oh, it's a good idea, but wh- how does it fit into the other YouTube channel? So now there's, like, that extra... You know, I, I don't know, like bonus materials. Bottom that you, of the barrel? Yeah, the bottom. We were scraping and scraping. No. And oh, the, thanks. <laughs> yeah, good. No. That's not, no. not from the comments I've read. It's not true at all. No, people yeah. People love it. And, uh, yeah, and people with, love that screaming uh, but what's, video of me that's out there, apparently. What's, what's funny is that this is, um, this is nothing compared to what they've been working on. So there's a yeah. lot of stuff coming for patrons. So if you want to show your support for the site and uh, help us out, uh, just head over to, uh, well, just head to our show notes page, disunplugged.com. We'll have a link to it there. Uh, we'll actually probably get a link on the homepage of disunplugged.com as well if we don't already. Already there. It's already there. See, Craig's a, Craig's a step ahead of me. Um, so you can just uh, go ahead and give us a, a monthly a monthly donation. You know, some people are donating 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 25 A couple yeah. people uh, very generously uh, gave 100 um, which I thought was very nice. And uh, so, yeah, I believe at the ten dollar donation mark, you will get <laughs> exclusive early access a week early to our actual our newest weekly series that stars you, Pete, the best and worst of Disney that we didn't talk about. The best and worst of Walt Disney World. Yeah, we're uh, these are minisodes. So they're about, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Long. I think one of them went to 30. Um, one mm-hmm. of them got a little long, but they're like we call them minisodes. And uh 
it's uh, basically focusing on the what you know what we think the best and worst of Walt Disney World is. So, what uh, what's going up next? Uh, I can't. I I know I looked at it last night too because I even I peeked at it. Um, last week's I know was the that is now available for everyone. Yeah, is the worst uh, worst restaurants five worst restaurants at the resorts. The next one is the best one, and the next one is yeah the best yeah top five best resort table service restaurants. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So, yeah, just given our opinions on stuff like that, and uh, they seem to do pretty well. People seem to like them. Then again, I'm in it, so what's not to love? Um, so, yeah, and those are, what are those going up, Wednesdays? Yes, Wednesdays. It's going up every Wednesday. So, like I said, not a full episode. It's just a little mini, so something we're trying out, playing around with. And we have, I'm not going to announce it yet mm-hmm. because we're not ready, but we got another show. Coming out in the next couple weeks that I'm really looking forward to. I'm excited about it. We're going to record our first one on Wednesday. <laughs> That's I'm all I'm going to say. I'm <laughs> what? I'm thinking about those sassy gay friends videos I made you watch in yeah. the office yesterday. Now and I was going to say, Ophelia, so bad for yourself. Move away from the water. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Nothing plays better than inside jokes. Yeah, really. Right. Really. <laughs> you it's can just... watch it on YouTube. So. <laughs> All right. Anything else in housekeeping? Who's the Teresa? You want to say something about these things? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, let's um, use Oliver's. Let's choose Oliver's. <laughs> That's uh, one of our listeners, um, K. Marie Webster, made us little. What was her name? Bookmarks. K. Marie. Oh, K. Marie. You made st- us. You kind of slurred your words. I've been drinking. Made us these awesome little bookmarks for those of us that read. I know I'm enjoying real books. I read real books. One fell on my face last night because I fell asleep reading. <laughs> my bookmark flew off the bed, and I, now I've lost it. So you might have made me a new one. Anyway, these are really cool. This is Kathy's. And she made little Christmas ornaments, too, for us. Which cute? I think make lovely yeah. earrings. Lovely earrings, yes. It's <laughs> very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I love it. They're, very yeah. cool. they're, they're really pretty. And the chocolate you gave me was awesome, too. <gasps> there was chocolate. Why don't we have any of that chocolate? Because she said that was just for me. <laughs> it didn't make you pass the chocolate vacuum, apparently. It's <laughs> good dive. It was awesome. Okay. I do have to say thank you to Ian Wood and his family. They left a nice gift for John and I, and I am remiss. I was going to send him an email this weekend, or this week, and it completely blew out of my head. But thank you, Ian. That was <laughs> no lovely. pun intended because really. of the hurricane. <laughs> I, you know, I, my thoughts were elsewhere. Um, it's been a busy weekend. But thank you very much for that. That was lovely. Awesome. And I need to give a thank you to... Uh-huh. to uh, See, there was more Godiva. <laughs> <laughs> she was holding out, but she knew. She knew the punishment that was going to befall her. Right. You didn't bring one for everyone? <laughs> Sorry, I had to pick and choose, and I chose. Dark, it's, a, it's a Godiva dark chocolate cookie, which is not my speed. So. Oh, no, no, try it. It's good. You don't like dark chocolate? I'm not I'm kidding. not a fan of dark okay, chocolate. Okay, well, hang on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want Kevin to open it? Because he'll do it for like 20 minutes. Oh, wait. I only brought... <laughs> I told you to show a video. Two, two, and they're both dark. It's good. Try it. I'm sorry. I told you to show a video so you couldn't hear it. 
He's opening it. Yell at him. You crackled. It was like someone had a roaring fire going on during our podcast last week. It was awesome. I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> yeah, like Corey opening his can of sardines while I'm trying to watch my show. I have to pause it and I just stare at him. I'm like, are you done yet? Sardines was he opening it right there where you were? Corey, it's cans of sardines? My kitchen is like right there looking over the Have you met room. Corey? That's surprising. <laughs> of course he does. Instead of candy. And more, that's and, a, that's and, a and choice. Meat. But it's wrapped in this horrible, tight plastic wrap. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> And you got to open the can. And John watches zombie shows. And while I'm in my office working, this is what you hear. <laughs> Did you fall asleep no, while that, he's watching? That's me having snacks. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Nice. Thanks. Snacks, right? Snacks. 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 Zombie, zombie snacks. <laughs> zombie snacks. <laughs> You should have videos so we can open cookies. I'm sorry. Oh my! Loud videos. They're not prepared. <laughs> okay. Just real quick, can I say thank you to Luella and uh, Anaheim? She knows what she did. Oh. So. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. No, that, oh. Oh, that came off terrible. And she did something very nice. I know what she did too. Look at she did something very nice face. for me. What the heck? We know what she did last summer. She got him that thing he wanted at the brewery. But, so yeah. I'm assuming. Again, thank you. Fascinating radio when no one knows what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so proud. Wow. Okay. Is there anything else in housekeeping? Any other inside jokes? Any other sight uh, <laughs> yeah. gags for radio? Anything? No? All right. We'll move on to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Hurricane Matthew historically impacts Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Last week, Hurricane Matthew battered the Florida coastline with 140 mile-per-hour mile winds, heavy rain, and severe flooding. The storm impacted many residents and businesses. Disney was no exception. An, evacua- an, eva- <laughs> an evacuation order was issued for Port Canaveral for noon on Wednesday, October 5th, in advance of the arrival of Hurricane Matthew. This is the first time since 2004 that the port has been evacuated. The October 8th sailing of the Disney Fantasy was altered to a six-night Western Caribbean cruise departing on Sunday, October 9th. The October 1st sailing of the Disney Fantasy was extended by one day, disembarking in Port Canaveral on Sunday, October 9th. The October 7th sailing of the Disney Dream uh, was canceled completely. The Disney Magic was scheduled to sail from the Port of New York on an eight-night Bahamian sailing on Friday the 7th, but the itinerary was changed. I have friends that were on that ship. On that cruise, um, they actually said they had a great time. And and they the celebrated, or the they celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving. Usually, Disney does a really good job when stuff like that happens. I'm going to tell on you board the, ship the reports coming back on the boards from people who were on these altered itineraries. They are raving yeah, about the job awesome Disney job. did with this. Um, on one of them, I think it was uh, was on the Dream when they had to stay out an extra day. Mm-hmm. Disney flew in an entertainer into Cozumel. And picked him up so that they had a different entertainer for the extra night they were going to be out. So they went the extra mile. And, you know, we were talking about this after our experience on the Dream a few weeks ago. That, you know, there's a lot of of commentary, and understandably so and justifiably so, about the price of a Disney cruise. And, you know, more and more lately, for me personally, I'm seeing where that money is worth it. In, in terms of just the, the, the level of service, the quality of the product. But then you see things like this and just how far out of their way they went to not just, you know, extend the cruise a day and make sure no one, you know, no one was hurt, 
but to make sure people actually enjoyed themselves and they put real effort into it. And you read these, you read these comments on the boards and, you know, for as quick as we're going to be to criticize when they screw up, we've got to be just as quick to praise when they don't. And they did, apparently did an outstanding job. They did. I had a client on the fantasy and she just was raving about it. Things like too, you know, um, uh, giving people extra shipboard credits, mm-hmm. um, completely refunding money, and then offering a discount off a future cruise if the cruise was canceled or if they couldn't go. Right. You know, if you couldn't go, Disney said, listen, it's okay. Here's your money back. We'll give you 20%, 20% off a future cruise. So I think they really stepped up. I think they stepped up more than the even the hotels because we were talking about it the other day. That box lunch, that's not a thing we're going to talk about, is it? The box I'm going to mention what happened at the resort. Okay. Did you see my little video of the fantasy coming into port Sunday? No. You know, of course not. No one looks at my Facebook page. But did you see it? Well, you know, it's mostly it, cats. I look at your cats. Facebook page when I need updates on cats. I, well, okay, I did something different. Oh, and her cats, they, they did well during the hurricane. They did awesome during the hurricane. But no, the fantasy, when I was headed to work Sunday, the fantasy was coming in and it hadn't docked yet. So I come around on the other side of the ship and parked. And you got to see the turn. I mean, stuff you don't normally get to see because it's dark when they come in. It was really interesting. It is. It's cool. Didn't get hit by a car or anything while I was there. Awesome. That's good. So happy. (laughs) All right. And the rest of the story is the Walt Disney World Resort evacuated the Fort Wilderness campgrounds by 11 a.m. on Thursday, October 6th, relocating guests to other resorts when possible and encouraging those in RVs to leave the property in their own vehicles. Walt Disney World theme parks closed Thursday, October 6th at 5 p.m. and remain closed through Friday. October 7th. This was only the fourth time that this has happened in the resort's 45-year history. The theme park last closed prior to Hurricane Jean in 2004 and was closed twice in 1999 for Hurricanes Francis and Floyd. Uh, at the, uh, all theme parks and cruises are now back to regular schedules and itineraries. And I also want folks to know that uh, I've been doing some checking and apparently Castaway Key has not been damaged uh, during the hurricane, which is a remarkable considering where it went, and that everybody who was uh, resided on Castaway Key was evacuated and are now back safe. So very, very good. good news for those looking forward to going to Castaway Key. It is on the schedule for all future cruises. Whose phone? That is mine. Uh, I am so sorry. There you go. Um, That's Castaway Key calling. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the things that. You know, while I think people generally have said that the resorts did a very good job of securing everything and keeping everybody safe during the hurricane, one thing that they were getting dinged for on social media were these box lunches. Yeah. That for some of the places, I think at the values in particular, because uh, I guess the lines for the food courts were very long. Um, so they were selling these box lunches, box lunches that consisted of a ham and cheese sandwich that appeared to have like one slice of ham and one piece of yeah. cheese, uh, an apple, a cookie. Uh, there was a bag of pretzels. A bag of pretzels for thirteen dollars. No drink and no drink. And people were people were saying they felt like they were being price gouged um, for this. And so they're taking a little bit. They were taking a little bit of heat for that, but. Um, you know, the larger and more important story here is that fortunately, because the storm shifted or the word of the night was wobble, the storm <laughs> wobbled 20 miles further to the east than was originally projected. The tropical storm force winds that we were <coughs> expecting here really did not materialize at the level. Not to say that we did. It wasn't yeah. very windy and very stormy. Right. It was. 
at a lot of places, over a million people in Central Florida or in Florida without power. Some including, still. Yeah, we were out for almost three days. And a lot of people are still without power. So this was a bad storm, and I'm not minimizing that at all. It was not the impact they expected here in particular. And But if you were to watch, and this is the reason I dis- – I'm not speaking of all local news. Maybe there are some good ones out there. But this is why I despise local news in Central Florida. Even the Orlando Sentinel did an op-ed – I think it's in today's paper, saying you guys need to calm down with this. The hyperbole, the the tragedy porn is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Well, did you hear the one man say that if you didn't evacuate, you were going to die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then paused and said, and your children will that die. That was Fox, yeah. yeah was Fox. I wasn't going to mention Shepard Smith. Oh, well. That was Shep Smith. That was national news. That was that was Fox News. Um, No uh, local weatherman told us we were going to die. But you know, here's here's a good example (laughs) of what I did. Right, he's the governor. He's not a weatherman. Here's a here's a good example of of what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, WFTV cut to one of their uh, one of their people in the field. You know, the people are standing out in the rain. In the yellow rain slicker, right? And he's saying, um, he's like, now take a look at this. Uh, to see, you know, what's starting to happen and what we can expect more of. Take a look at these 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 traffic lights uh, as the wind starts to pick up. And when I tell you this traffic light was exactly, <laughs> look at these trees bending. And, okay, trees oh, bend. and then anyway. the, the the other one was the uh, the 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 parts of trees falling in the road. And they're standing next to a couple of palm fronds, which <laughs> happened, which happened when there's no wind at all. Right, and palm trees just do that. So it was they, they. These people were running around Central Florida looking for anything they could find to make this as awful as possible. And I have to tell you, when I woke up Friday morning, fully expected Friday morning, you know, because at the, it, the what the projection was, we would be dealing with at least. 70 to 80 mile an hour winds Friday morning. So when I woke up Friday morning and I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah, it's windy, but this isn't 70 or 80 miles an hour. But it's no windier than we have during a regular really bad thunderstorm in the summer. And just longer. Right. So I, and I turn on the news and I swear to God, they were downright upset. Mm. They were coming across as, and one person on my Facebook page said that a local newscaster in Miami said, Unfortunately, Miami will not experience hurricane force winds. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, and I, I and I honestly believe, to a certain degree, I don't believe these people wish ill or harm on anybody. I'm not suggesting that for a second, but I think their quest for ratings, and you know, when we've once we allowed news companies, uh, news organizations <laughs> to become businesses and profit centers, wasn't like that for a very very long time. It's just last. 25, 30 years where that's really become the, the business model. If it bleeds, it leads. Exactly. Yeah. So what happens is now, you know, ratings are everything. And so, you know, I mean, look, this was a serious storm and people died and there was a lot of damage. So saying that and preparing people for that was really important. But they went so incredibly far over the edge with this, everybody wants to be that next Jim Cantore. Just going to mention that same thing. He this was the all one started when Jim Cantore was in the one hurricane that was really bad. Really and he was bad. out in it, 
and he's holding onto a tree, and he was almost blown away. And they all want their folks on the ground to be that person. And there's nothing sadder than where they cut to them, and it's not even raining. It's kind of sunny in the background, and they keep telling you that in 10 hours, the water might be up over their head. Mm -hmm. Well, when Jim arrived in Melbourne County, or down at Melbourne, people were going, okay, it's really bad now. Because he's a target. We we know he's here. (laughs) I also want to add one thing. We get complacent here in Florida. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be prepared right. to follow through. Oh, we were, listen. We were totally prepared for it. Right. Absolutely. Every, everyone was. We all prepared. You know, we certainly, you know, we, we certainly hope for the best, but we brace for the worst. And, you know, I mean, no I'm should get complacent. Right. I built a bunker in one of our bathrooms because it's mm-hmm. interior, yeah. no windows. I put blankets and pillows and a crib mattress to we keep us all comfortable. We also have the added threat of possible I mean, tornadoes. Yeah, yeah we had there's a hurricane. Had a, there's always a possibility. That's actually did, the bigger had, thing than the hurricane. We had a giant tree fall, and if this tree had fallen the correct way, it would have fallen on Corey in our bedroom. Onto the house. Oh, thank yeah. God but it care. fell a different way and crushed his poor orange tree. I was worried um, about the office. I don't know why I was just, you know, John had me sandbagging out there, and I've never done that before in my life. With okay. your sand art. I didn't have you sandbagging. <laughs> I suggested you pick up a few. However, you were the one who was in a complete panic. The power's out. You think you're going to be looting. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's so scary. You were yeah, the concerned they were going to steal your snacks, weren't you? I was yeah. definitely scared, the as everyone should have be been. Yeah. You know? It's, I mean, I've lived through several of these now, and, I mean... Tell you know when they say it's going to be a hundred miles an hour blowing past your house, that's a little concerning. We were, yeah, and <laughs> and we should have been, and we should have been prepared. I just the um, the fear right. that I was feeling, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I felt like, like I said, I'm not the only one saying this. Um, they went that you know look to absolutely stress the importance of preparation. Absolutely, drive home the need to evacuate when you're in a mandatory evacuation area. We were not. Uh, you know, give people the facts. Give people, the, but it's the hype. It's the extra hyperbole. It's the extra. Look at this. You know, look at this horrible destruction. And there's a branch in the road. Well, there's the other thing is when there. Uh, the thing that scares me the most is tornadoes, because there's not really any warning. They can just pop up, and but this hurricane, they talk about it for three weeks. I've joked about it before. We have crisis music. You know, it's it, they gear you up for it. So what happens is after it passes and there was very little damage in Orlando, you think, well, that's just going to lead to the next one where I'm not going to pay attention. That to me is the bigger crime, that you're hyping people to the point of this kind of fear without just giving them the facts. Be prepared. Evacuate when you need to. Just know what you're doing. But they do. I agree with you. I don't really have an end to this, so help me. <laughs> okay. All right. How about our second news story? There we go. Help you out? That's better. All right. All right. On to our next news story. Galaxy Note 7 smartphones banned from many cruise lines, including Disney Cruise Line, due to overheating. Samsung Galaxy Note 7 smartphones are being banned from many of the major cruise lines after reports of the phones overheating. Samsung recalled the phone last month. In the U.S. alone, there were 92 reports of the battery overheating. Those include 26 reports of burns and 55 reports of property damage. Included in the ban are Disney Cruise Line, Carnival, Royal Caribbean International, Celebrity Cruises, Costa Cruises, Cunard, Crystal, Holland America, Princess, Seabourn, and others. Um, 
there were signs hung in the Disney Cruise Line terminal saying, quote, if you own a Galaxy 7 Note and have not replaced your recall device, please power it off and do not charge it for the duration of the cruise. We re- recommend storing electronics and valuables in your stateroom safe. Well, it's uh, and, also important to mention that as of this morning, Samsung correct. has announced that they are uh, they are completely discontinuing the line uh, of the Samsung Galaxy 7 Note. I have the Edge. The Edge is not part of the recall. Uh, actually, uh, what they're doing now is if you have a Note 7, uh, they're giving you an Edge instead. And, I but think I'll the most tell amazing thing was I, they said they didn't know what was causing it. I thought that was very brave of them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I will tell you this. I've had a couple of issues where my phone has gotten extremely hot while it's charging. And, I mean... It hasn't exploded or anything, but it's something I pay cl- I pay careful attention to. Yeah. So there's also um, they were saying on the news this morning that they're not banned from flights, but on flights they're being told if you have one you have to turn it off. Right. So I, I don't know if that's now going to go to the next level and they will be banned on flights. Why would you as still well. be using it though? Are there yeah. people? You know? I think there's people who just don't have the. Kind of well, like the people you know, who time to stay on the coast when there's a hurricane coming. Well, they're saying they want to live on the edge. They're saying that Samsung stands to lose somewhere in the order of ten billion dollars as a result of this. Wow. And you know, part of that is because this was a um, it's a very well received phone. It was very highly reviewed, and you know, they've sold a lot of it. Is it new? I mean, is it yeah, relatively new? Very, okay. very new. Like only a few months. Oh, okay. And uh, so they bought bad, bad batteries. Someone manufactured a bad battery, but then they went with a different battery manufacturer with the replacement bad. ones, and the replacement ones started blowing up. So that's why they've now said, "Okay, we're stopping the line because they can't figure out where this is, what's causing this." So it's scary. Yeah. All right, our third and final news story: Wine Bar George coming to Disney Springs next fall. Wine board, wine bar, George. Uh, it's hard to say. Wine board bar. Wine board, right? A two hundred and ten seat wine bar featuring Dang. oak wood, warm lighting, and a welcoming atmosphere is set to open at Disney Springs in the fall of two thousand seventeen. And Julie will not be seeing her husband. Right. <laughs> Master sommelier George Miliotis, his new adventure will feature. I'm impressed. I practiced <laughs> in front of the mirror. New Venture will feature a variety of selections of more than 100 wines, plus a food menu and small plates that are designed to complement the wines. The wine selection will not only come from renowned wineries, but also up-and-coming wineries and will feature a range of range of vari- varietals and prices. See, now you made me nervous. You got Meliodas and varietals killed you? I know. That's because I was all nervous. Uh, Miliotis was part of the 1995 opening team at the California Grill in Disney's Contemporary Resort before being lured away in 2012 by Darden Restaurants. 2012 or 2002? 2002. Uh, and did Darden Restaurants put on a skirt and perfume and flowers? Is that how they lured, lured him? Away. <laughs> hey, sailor. I'm looking forward to the Edison. Uh, we were at Disney Springs yeah. last week, and we can see the Edison now is being built. There's a framework up for it. It looks huge. It is huge. huge. And, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. The, just, it seems like constant announcements about things coming at uh, Disney Springs. And I love being down there. I haven't been down there in a couple of weeks, and I actually miss it. And like, I'm like, okay, this weekend, I think I really want to get down there again. So, good. I think that'll be, I think that'll be popular and a nice addition. I agree. Where's Especially, it going to be? Don't say Disney Springs. We're at Disney Springs. It does not say. It's 
From what I saw in a picture, I'm not sure if it's the positive answer, but right, uh, there's that one space across from Jock Lindsay's and uh, kind of right beside Raglan Road that's just still kind of sitting there blank and empty. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I believe it's going to go there. uh, The gelato place. Yes, yes. Thank you. Sorry. There's just so much there now. It's like, what do you choose to say it's beside? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. All right. That'll do it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. Um, I understand we're having some technical difficulties getting to Oliver and Steve. Yes. Yes, unfortunately. All right. We'll see if we can work that out between now and the end of the show. But in the meantime, we'll move over to Roundtable Rapid Fire and start with you, Johnny. All right. Big news. Uh, Finding Dory crosses $1 billion at the box office. Um, Pixar and Disney's Finding Dory has swum past the $1 billion (laughs) mark. At the global box office, um, the sequel is only the third film of the year to, f- to cross a billion dollars following um, Captain America Civil War, uh, Zootopia, and something else. Well, that was it. To all three Disney properties. Right, all three Disney properties. So pretty big news for Finding Dory. Yeah. Especially for a sequel. It's a huge milestone. Huge, huge, huge. I have not seen it yet. What? It's good. I no, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. I'm dying. I can't wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. We will see it when it comes out on whatever thing we can rent it on. But <laughs> Probably wait for Netflix. Probably like Finding Dory 7 will be out by the time we get a chance to watch it. <laughs> Or on a plane. That seems to be where I've been watching all my movies. It'll be lately. on a plane. It'll be on Netflix in like th- like five more months because that's that new deal. Is it's like six to seven that's months right. from the movie theater. Say, oh, it'll be on your flight in October. There you go. So it's good. Don't look forward all right, thank you, John. Kevin. I just wanted you guys to know that Julie and I switched rapid fires, <laughs> so I think your slide is probably up. Okay, so I'll go. <laughs> Why don't we let Julie go next? Well, okay. I already switched it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> No, it's cool. He's huffing and puffing. I know. So oh my exciting. God, it's a different I get slide. to go right after We do like job. Kylie better. Right? Mix it up. <laughs> okay. People on the boards are right. We like Kylie better. <laughs> so um, Disney's 2017 wedding dress collection, um, they have released the images. It's not available for sale yet. Obviously, it's not 2017. Um, they have been created by designer Alfred Angelo. Um, they are more bridal than Disney princess, but each dress is inspired by a princess, and it does sort of show some of her influences. Um, some of the princesses that are being represented um, through these bridal gowns are Tiana, Elsa, Ariel, Pocahontas, which I thought was interesting. That is really cool. Um, Mulan and Aurora. I'm not sure how many other princesses are going to be represented, represented or if... All of them, or just these few? Okay, but why, okay. If if the princess on screen is getting married, why she looks so damn angry? I was just gonna say angry, angry bride. That because models are supposed to look angry. I believe that would be fierce. <laughs> these, I just want to say these are not these are not costumes. No, they're beautiful. They're white wedding dresses. They um, off the shoulder. Um, one with uh, Elsa's actually has like a cape, sort of like Elsa actually wears. Um, I doubt any of Pocahontas is one shouldered like her dresses, and then. Um, um, Aurora's is a little scandalous, I believe. It's very low cut. She's dressed for open heart surgery. <laughs> I don't know that anybody would, if they were not a Disney fan, 
No one's going to walk up and say, oh, no. look, you're wearing a Pocahontas dress. No way. It's more inspired. Yeah. There's They're beautiful, beautiful dresses. If you want to take a look at them, you should. Um, I wish I could get married again, actually. <laughs> I mean, to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. She has to put that little caveat in there at the end. <laughs> I'm always telling him I want to renew our vows because I want to choose want a different a dress. dress? <laughs> After that, oh, it's beautiful. No, I love my dress. Don't get me wrong, but it was hot as you heck. Just, just want to try another. One. I want a sexy dress. Okay, uh, there go with Aurora. Wow. <laughs> I'm not that sexy. <laughs> Are you going to be angry, bride? Though, no. Okay. Or a, smile, or as the straight guy said, fierce. Fierce, <laughs> right? He watches too much America's Next Top Model. Fierce, <laughs> clearly. Clearly, it's what it was. Little RuPaul there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> A little bit of a gay trap. Is it going to screw you up if I go next? No, it won't. Okay, we're all good. I took Julie's rapid fire. <laughs> we all mixed it up. <laughs> Hall of Presidents is closing January seventh for five months. Seventeenth for five months. You know why they're doing this? They're going to put in a new president, yeah. and it will reopen in June. A the twenty ninth, to be exact. Yes, they're Teresa, putting in a new president. They have a new president. <laughs> oh, here's my question: You think they already have him ready to go? And they're just going to. Well, I believe they start working on it as soon as the uh, the conventions are done. Right. Yes, okay. uh, they That's begin working. They they work on one from each party. Whoever's and yeah, they trash it if it's not that. Person. I believe all right. of them what so happens? far have been done by Blaine Gibson. I might be off on the last one. He was this very elderly. Say. I believe they've all been done by the sculptor Blaine Gibson. So I believe they probably I. I apologize. I think with Obama, yeah. they, individually put I think in. they started scanning. <laughs> Their yeah, faces, the, the, Obama, Obama was scanned, yeah. So that way it, it would be as accurate um, as it could be. They were closed for eight months in 2008 to make room for Barack Obama. I really wow. hope they don't lose. I know it's, you know, the Morgan Freeman narration was very impactful with Obama, but I, I really hope that uh, can stay in some way just because his mm. his voice lent so much to the attraction. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Do they change the narrator when they change the president? Is that like a usual thing? I no. They changed it for... Uh, this past round with Obama, I don't remember oh, before that. Was that it before my memory Maya does not Angelou? work. Didn't Maya Angelou do it? I do not know. I want to say Mrs. Potts did it, but that might be something. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. Yeah, let's have a call in the British. Let's have a British lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe Maggie Smith did it. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was Jane Seymour. <laughs> That's it. That's mine. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa. Mrs. Potts. <laughs> <laughs> Do I still have to sleep in the cupboard, Mama? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, hang on. SeaWorld announced a new food initiative in March at the same time they ended killer whale breeding at their parks. More details have now been released about what changes park guests will see in the food. Coincidence? No more killer whale right? show? Right, I'm telling you. New food. That's what I thought. By the end of 2017, only eggs from cage-free chickens will be used. By the end of this year, all pork served will come from suppliers with a commitment to humane farming practices. They already should have been doing that. I'm sorry. Okay. Produce will be sourced from local farms when possible, and any seafood will come from sustainably managed fisheries. (laughs) I.e. our tanks. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good thing, right? Yes. You don't care? (laughs) No. Not even a little. You don't want to taste the fear in your eggs if the chicken's cooped <laughs> <laughs> up all the time. You want to free range? I like mine with extra fear, please. <laughs> That's like at Art Smith's. Something I ordered was served with love. I told the love is what I told them. <laughs> I don't want no love on my plate. That's just gross. Okay. 
There's an outtake for you. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's great that they're doing this. It's great for sure. I I think it's an effort to patch, appease, appease people. I don't know why they haven't been doing this already because SeaWorld's all about the earth and the planet and love and peace and all that. And why weren't they already using free range chickens? It's more expensive. Well, I know. That's why I eat the ones out of the cage, but. Like I don't like when that you're at Fort Wilderness and you wonder why are the hamburger patties gray that they sell you in the store there? Well, they're yeah. cheaper. So I always Sad. wonder when I'm in the Publix what vegan cage-free eggs are. They're not good. How do you work that out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. We'll move over to you, Rhino. Okay. So um, <laughs> Guy Ritchie has been hired to direct the live-action Aladdin Am I the only movie? one that is upset about this? Yeah, so no, stupid. I don't like it. Either. How many good Guy Ritchie movies can you come Zero. up with? <laughs> Absolutely none. What? I Nothing. Like, I like Remember the that sh- horrible movie with Madonna where she's stranded? Right. <laughs> well, any movie with Madonna, with the exception <laughs> possibly of Evita. A League of Their Own? A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's right. a great movie. All right, so it is Guy Ritchie's fault. Really? I like the two Sherlock Madonna Holmes Madonna is the too. new Meryl Streep, and Guy, it's all Guy Ritchie's fault. But I don't like Guy Ritchie. So the fact that Aladdin is going to be directed by this guy, I think, is unfortunate. I, I liked... The I, only thing that could be worse would be Basil Ehrman. I don't know if I agree with that, but I I, I, I I liked the two Sherlock Holmes movies I like very Fox. much. Um, and he is apparently directing from a script written by John August, who wrote the screenplay for Big Fish, amongst other things. And Dan Lin, who was his producer for the Sherlock Holmes movies, is the one producing these ones as well. Oh, there's going to be lots of that stop action thing where the well, that, monkey goes flying past Aladdin's face. It's, it, it's a weird fit of Tome, since Guy Ritchie has a very distinct uh, style and color palette he draws from that doesn't really scream Disney to me so that it is an unusual choice but they're clearly going after these big name people with like Kenneth Branagh did Cinderella and um, uh, my god the guy John who just Favreau. John Favreau, Favreau but then um, Bill Condon just did Beauty and the Beast so they're clearly trying to like get people who have very distinct styles to do these reimaginings of them with have this you read that Beauty and the Beast is being put on hold until they make a better CGI beast I did not hear that. I've I've seen like some stills released of what he looks like, and he looked okay. I heard the, the what pot. I've heard is it's been delayed a little bit because they can't make it look good. I think they want better than okay. Yeah, they want. <laughs> I guess that's been the best way to put it. Yeah. It's not. I'd be happy I, if it looks good. That's what I'd, I'd rather it be delayed and be like a good movie than come out too soon and be kind of you know it doesn't stand the test of time like the original Beauty and the Beast does. Yeah, tale as old as time. Sorry, what was the, the genie aspect on this? Um, I wasn't listening. They don't know yet. Okay. Um, it's not. None of that was announced. Well, no, I, it's going to be Madonna. Be but like, I, no. I didn't know it's, if they were announcing how they're handling it. To, no. no, there's no one like Robin Williams. They, they won't be able that's to that's replicate that. That's the part about this, right? Is everyone's going to compare him to Robin Williams? Yep. Well, the movie's going to suck. They're all <laughs> right. <laughs> it's happening with all of them though, because the Mulan is coming too, and the Mulan. The Mulan. The Mulan. Is the that Mulan. like the internet? Thanks, Dad. The like internet. The Google. <laughs> the Mulan and the Mulan. The Mulan. Yeah. the Mulan is coming. The Mulan is coming. Which would yeah. make a really good horror film. The Mulan. <laughs> all right, that'd be dark. All right, thank you, Rhino. <laughs> Are you That's all right. I have my own show to talk about upset? it on. It's fine. No. Yeah, really. No, I don't care. I have my own platform. 
And <laughs> finally, to the man I've taken to call in token, as in token straight person, <laughs> Craig Williams. Okay, so... We're all uh, about for... diversity. <laughs> we have a straight person. We have a straight person here. Yes, you do. Uh, for anyone if you, out if there... You, and, if you, and if you think he's not, just take a look at how he dresses. Oh, oh. Oh, I didn't say look. that. Okay. Oh, Craig, I think you Com- always look very comfortable. nice. Don't spit in my coffee. Uh, he's in service coffee. I'm always very comfortable. I don't wear Power Ranger shirts, so. <laughs> I thought he was going to say I don't wear pants. I thought something was going to come out of his mouth. I thought I do. Well, then there's that. I do like the Murray on Goldberg. As soon as I get home, I just drop trowel and go sit in my chair. All righty. <laughs> Note to self, don't sit on, don't sit on Craig's furniture. <laughs> That's why I do it. Um, so a new magic shot is available at Epcot for food and wine right now uh, for all the people out there who are getting photo pass. So now you can stand in front of France and hold put your rat. hand out and hold Remy and look really shocked. It looks like in Paris you can do that for real. Remy's dropping a deuce in that girl's hand. <laughs> oh, what man. is that? I'm not holding a mouse. Is this what happens on the other shows? <laughs> Does it go right to poop? Is that what happens? Kind of. That's <laughs> really a little bit. That's so exciting, that's it, Craig. Remy. That's exciting. So. I think it is. Too. Thank you. That's why I chose it. Do you realize that you just got pity praised? That was the verbal equivalent of the three pat pat. <laughs> You're smart and tall. <laughs> All right. So I understand. Um, I've, hold on. <laughs> you were getting a message. I, under, I, I understand we'll be uh, we'll be we'll have Stephen and Oliver shortly. Houston, Houston, talk amongst yourselves. Ooh, oh, there he is. Opening a hailing frequency, Captain. You need oh, to make aura. them wear construction hats for these construction updates. I think it would be hilarious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this looks like the village people. <laughs> Not if there's Even two of more them. so than they do now. In the naval. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I. I see British. I see a British person, and I see Steve. Um, how are you guys? <laughs> Pretty good. We're good. Yeah, we're very good. We're all good now. <laughs> what happened? He just had some technical issues. Uh, it was your did, Samsung yeah. phone, we'll, wasn't we'll it? Explain the technical issues later. Dropped his phone in the toilet. So, but uh, so tell us uh, where you are and what it is you're doing. Okay, so today we are at Hollywood Studios. Now, I know it doesn't look very interesting what's going on behind us, but that's what we're going to show off for you today. It's the uh, Pizza Rizzo restaurant, which is replacing Pizza Planet. Planet. Yep. Yeah. So uh, let me swing it around, and I'll show you what's going on there. So for those of you that keep up with Craig's update videos, you've probably seen some of this already. But the newest thing that I've recognized is this sign just up here. Well, and what I noticed is I kind of like now that they have an outdoor balcony like a, on the second floor so you can sit outside on the, on the second floor I think that's kind of nice Ooh, with fans right and then Ooh. we'll walk you down whoops let's flip it around there we go we'll walk you down this way a little bit more attached at the hip because we've got headphones in and show you <laughs> I was just gonna say I think it's cute that they're sharing a headphone up here very Laverne and Shirley Pepper and corporate. Okay, you're gonna so, do it. Doing it our way. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. So I hope you can see that. There's some new new signage on there for Pizza Rizzo, which uh, is replacing Pizza Planet. For those who can't tell, it's kind of back in the corner where Mama Melrose is. Uh, so it's kind of tucked so, away in the Muppets courtyard in the back. But that yeah. that Christmas shop is still there, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas shop's still there. Pizza Rizzo? Mm-hmm. Pizza Rizzo the rat. 
Yeah. Oh. Does anybody know when this is opening? Any this targeted is date? Second rat themed restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Have we heard a? Have we heard a? There, I haven't heard anything. There's nothing. Oliver, why is she yelling at you? <laughs> Oliver, get out of there! There you go. There's no uh, like on the construction walls. There's no like opening in winter of 2016 or whatever. There is some artwork down there, though, that we'll check out so you can see what it looks like. There should be inspirational Disney quotes. Those right. are always on the wall. Yeah. It's it's like Muppet um, forum forms. Well, here actually, here's the coming soon, but it doesn't have the date. Give us a second and we'll show it off to you. There we go. But whose hand? Is that Steve? Is that your hand? Coming soon. Someone's Vanna whiting the sign. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not really isn't much going on at all at Hollywood Studios. The park is so busy because just. Yeah, literally in the area that we were standing, there's construction walls behind us yep. and construction walls in front of us for Star Wars Land. So you're like box, totally boxed in yeah. from all the construction. And you're, and saying, it's kind of it's, you're saying the park you can is. See it. You're saying the park is crowded today? Very yeah, crowded. Very crowded. When I've been checking every now and again the wait times for the attractions. Tower of Terror has been at like 70 minutes. Rock and Roller Coaster has been at 70 minutes. Wow. So, yeah, it's a very busy day yeah. here. Any idea All why? Nights. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, day it's for fall, holiday, so you perhaps? would never assume that the crowds would be this heavy. Because so. of Columbus Day? Yeah. I think a lot of people, they had to come in later because of the mm-hmm. weather, and now they're staying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah vacation. That makes sense. That's true. Because that makes it, yeah. Yeah. Any signs of any kind of damage in the parks after the hurricane? It's hard to tell because it looks like a construction construction <laughs> <Yeah>. zone. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing we can directly see that's uh, been a nothing damaged. Damage so no, we can tell. No, it just everything looks good actually. Even even with the walls up, they're not doing a bad job. A bad job of yeah, hiding the construction. I mean, of course, it's Disney, so they do a good job of making it like themed construction walls, and yeah. they're trying their best at least. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, thanks for thanks for calling in. Glad we were able to get uh, get you on. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Right, Bye, take guys. care, boys. Bye. 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 All right. So uh, that is going to do it for our show for this week. And for those of you hearing that noise, that's just Abby. Tap dancing. Around, <laughs> tap dancing around the. She's working on a number for us. Something special. <laughs> Patreon, look for it. She's going to be Ann Miller for Halloween. (laughs) Um, That will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a great week.